Success is often created through hard work, tough choices, and moments that are simply divine. We'll break them down on this episode of Live Happy Now. The ancient Greeks defined happiness as the joy you feel moving towards your potential. To think about positive psychology, it's a science, and it's actually younger than the Internet, believe it or not. The reality is that social connection is, in the research, the greatest predictor we have of long-term happiness. You have some factors in your control that can promote the health and resilience and growth of your absolutely most important asset, which is your brain. And so it all comes down to understanding ourselves. There's a way for all of us to succeed, but, but it might take different things. We're all looking for the same thing, and that's a way to bring a little bit more joy to our day. Join us as we look at the many different paths that lead us to that happy place. This is Live Happy Now. Hello and greetings. Welcome to another edition of the Live Happy Now podcast. I am your host, J.R. Houston. Please, you are joining us wherever you are in the world and however you may be listening. Thanks for making us a part of your day. Thanks to everybody who's been making Live Happy Radio a part of their Sunday mornings. It is airing on the radio in Dallas, Fort Worth on 98.7 K-Love and worldwide at radio.com. It airs each Sunday morning at 8 o'clock Central Time. And uh, we are very thankful for those of you that are checking it out. We're also thankful for those those of you who subscribe to the magazine, whether it's the print edition or the digital edition, thanks for doing that. And if you don't already, consider giving it a try. You can get the digital edition very easily. It's available in the Apple and the Google Play Store, so you can put it on your phone or your tablet and take it with you wherever you would like to go. Well, today we're actually going to be talking about another podcast that we really like, and it's hosted by a man by the name of John Brankus. And if you don't recognize the name and you're a sports fan, you certainly would recognize his face and his voice. He produced and hosted 1,500 segments of ESPN Sports Science, was a six-time Emmy Award-winning host, and a New York Times best-selling author. John Brankus is the man, as I mentioned. He's recognized that high achievers tend to share a similar story of attaining success. And through his podcast, called The Brink of Midnight, John explores the moments that guests credit with changing their lives forever, uh, those moments that pushed them in an unexpected direction, shaping the experiences that followed and molding them into the people who they are today. John, it's so cool to have you. I've probably watched every sports science segment, I don't know, four or five times, especially the Indomitian Sioux one. So it's really cool uh, to get the chance to talk to you. Thanks for coming on. Listen, I really appreciate you having Well, I'm, I'm excited to have you because you've got this new podcast out called The Brink of Midnight, and you're exploring moments uh, that, that are changing people's lives forever. And, and what I want to know is how would you describe that the feeling of a brink of midnight moment, as you call it? So really the, the brainchild behind uh, this podcast um, comes from my wife, Lizzie. And the reason being is that we met in a very divine way. Um, we actually met on a plane where I was traveling with somebody else. There was a ticket mix-up. I ended up sitting next to her. We instantly fall in love. There was a mechanical problem on the plane. We all had to get off the plane. I went up to the, the person I was traveling with, and I said, I'll give you $100 to stay away from me. Jeff met the girl I'm going to marry. She called her parents and said, Jeff met the guy I'm going to marry. We end up spending five hours in the Denver airport. When we finally landed in L.A. and exchanged information, Turns out we lived two blocks away from each other on the same street in Brentwood. No but, way. I mean, we were literally a stone throw away from each other. We fell in love in Denver, you know, and now it's been 14 years of marriage. And these moments happen in everyone's life where it seems to me 
as though these life-changing moments only happen when you're ready for them, when you are energetically in a position, when you're spiritually in a position, when you're mentally in a position, when you're physically in a position. It's got to be the right place, the right time, the right everything, and these magical moments happen. Um, so we created a podcast and it was my wife's idea of saying, look, let's get everybody else's brink of midnight moment that changed their lives forever. That's an incredible story. And I'm really glad that it has inspired this incredible podcast so that we can hear more incredible stories uh, like that. I mean, my goodness, are there some stories that have just really stood out to you that because that, I'm blown away right now. I can't believe that was that, that was such a cool story. Do you get those moments yourself? Yeah, I mean, it, it. I, you know, I've obviously had, and, and people have many brink of midnight moments throughout their life, but there's usually that one that you center on that you say, you know, this is the one moment where I can, I can say my life would never have been the same. Um, we just had Apollo Ono on, you know, the um, speed, the Olympic um, yeah. speed skater. He has the record for most medals uh, for the U.S. in any winter um, for the Winter Olympics. He has this amazing story where. He grew up, and he has this image of being this really tenacious, hardworking, um, you know, good-looking, amazing athlete. But as he tells in our podcast, you know, in his childhood, he was not a model child. He had he was raised by a single father, um, and in his own words, you know, he was, he was he was rather mischievous. He was hanging out with the wrong people, and you know, was being a little bit of a punk. And he was blessed with this this incredible athletic ability. Long story short, he um, was essentially squandering it away, and his father ended up saying, look, you're going to spend a week. This is when he's 15 years old. You're going to spend a week by yourself on a, on a beach in a little hut, and you're going to figure out what you're going to do with your life because you have crossed the line one too many times. And he just had this amazing moment during that week where he decided, you know what? I'm giving the speed skating thing a shot, and forever Olympic history got rewritten. Athletic history got rewritten from this one moment on the beach when he was 15 years old. My goodness. First of all, the, the fact that he was on a beach and decided, you know what, I'm going to do some Olympic speed skating uh, <laughs> sounds a <laughs> little just... strange. But, yeah, uh, and like you said, it, it changed because, I honestly, I can think of Dan Jansen and nobody else that does speed skating, and he's he's an American hero because of that moment. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and what, what you, when you sort of think about these moments, you know, Rob Riggle, um, you know, the actor-comedian that, that mm-hmm. everybody knows, he, he uh, was a guest on the podcast, and he has this unbelievable moment that, that I would love to share. Uh, he, was, um, he was in the U.S. Marines. He was flying for the Marines, and he got a call from his buddy in college saying, hey, you know how in college you were making everybody laugh and goofing around? Well, up here in Chicago, it's called something. It's called improv. You should do that. And he was in the military, and he was in, you know, he was, he was already three years in. He had, he had, they, you essentially commit to eight years um, when you're a pilot. And he's right. like, oh, my God, I haven't done the math in this. After those eight years, you then have another nine years to get full retirement. And he's like, wow, I'm really in this. And he decided to switch to, ground, to uh, being a part of the ground troops, and he wrote down on a piece of paper, on the beach, he said, I will be on Saturday Night Live. And nearly 10 years to the date, he was cast on Saturday Night Live, and his life would never be the same. Oh, and these, my goodness. There are, these, there are these 
collision of amazing, you know, this energy of the universe, however it operates, um, you know, truly creates magic. Yeah. It's it's just absolute serendipity, you know, these things that can set you on these these different paths. I was just talking about it with another guest uh, that we interviewed for our radio show, talking about how I got into broadcasting because my coach saw me in a skit where I made fun of him um, at a homecoming pep rally. And that set me on the path to becoming a broadcaster. I mean, it's it's so strange, these these little moments that can turn uh, into into huge and and wonderful moments. We're talking with uh, John Brinkus. He is the host of the Brink of Midnight podcast and uh, also ESPN Sports Science. If you're looking to put a uh, face to a name you may have heard before, uh, where can folks uh, find this podcast on iTunes? I assume. Yeah, it's on iTunes. It's on Stitcher. It's anywhere that that uh, podcasts um, exist. So they're on all platforms. You can go to brinkofmidnight.com. It's all over the place. So subscribe to that one and also this one. And then you would, I mean, that takes care of, uh, of a good portion of your time in the week. You don't really need anything else. That's you don't opinion. really need anything else. If you just, yeah. you know, if you want to just be a happy person, you yeah. listen to this two, two podcast <laughs> and you're set. That'll take care of it right there. You, uh, as sure. we mentioned, you were on uh, ESPN Sports Science, and, and those things were incredible and informative. And I thought uh, because they started when I was – uh, I think just out of college when I first started seeing them, incredibly educational. What made you turn – I mean, you've got this incredible scientific mind. What made you turn to the world of sports at first? Um, my brother-in-law and I actually created a production company out of the D.C. area because I wanted to get into entertainment. I wanted to make movies, TV shows, um, and uh, genuinely my passion was both sport and science. Wow. Um, and we ended up specializing in making sports TV. We had the contract um, going way back to the Washington Bullets and the Washington Capitals. And we had, you know, we ended up having those contracts for 17 years, uh, making sports shows and coaches shows and, um, you know, breaking down sports. And then at the same time, this was in the D.C. area, um, at the same time, we developed a specialty in science television. The Discovery Channel launched the Science Channel, and we did a program called Science Live and the Young Scientist Challenge, and we ultimately ended up putting those two things together in a show called Sports Science. Um, and really, the, 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 the main thing that I want to do in my life is to inspire people any way that I can with positive energy. In sports mm -hmm. science, um, really, I've been very blessed to be, you know, to have created it and hosted it. And, not, you know, we're, we're now in season 10. We've, you know, been very fortunate to win six Emmys and we've done over 1,500 segments for ESPN. Um, we've been incredibly blessed. But what I'm most proud about is that it's both entertaining and educational. Yeah. Um, so when you get, you know, an eight year old kid or an 18 year old kid or even an 80 year old grandfather saying, God, I watched that segment and I was just, I was amazed. It's, it, it's fantastic to be involved with a property um, that's been so inspiring to so many people. Well, I can tell you, and I'm sure you've heard this from lots of different people, but I'm from originally, I'm from uh, Nebraska, went to the University of Nebraska. And so the segment you guys did with Indomitian Sue, where he's like at the force of a, of a semi hitting him or whatever, that got <laughs> shared by, I think, all 1.6 million residents of that state. So you at least reached <laughs> 1.6 yeah. million people with that one. Between that show uh, and those segments and the podcast, what's been your, your most memorable? memorable uh, interview or or moment god you know you know honestly the um 
you know, between sports science and the podcast itself, um, the, the things that really stick out in your mind, um, you know, of course, sports science, when it started, um, you know, we had we did a, a test with a, a guy named Skywalker, who was a street baller, where we had him dunk a basketball jumping over a car um, sitting in the middle of the key. And this was, you know, legitimately over the middle of a convertible, not over the hood. Like, it was legit, and this was in 2007. You know, everybody collectively holding their breath at that one moment of, like, well, what happens if he doesn't make it over the car? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I'm like, well, I'm like, trust me, we've done the math on it. He's going to make it over the car. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was just an, it was amazing. It was sort of the dunk that, you know, unleashed sports science in the world. And, uh, you know, but again, you know, we've, been, we've done so many segments with so many amazing athletes, and, uh, it, one thing that I would that I would say is, you know, surprising is how shocked people are when I tell them, look, these super athletes. The show was started on the premise that great athletes are great not because they're getting paid, but because they want to unleash the greatness within them. They want to find it. They want they they're never complacent, and we don't we've never paid an athlete to come in. We've you know obviously we, we've done like I said you know. Uh, over 1,500 segments, and I've been very blessed to work with some of the greatest athletes in the world. And these athletes, the men and women, are incredibly humble. They're curious. They're, they, they are the best of everything wrapped up because they're exploring greatness. Um, yeah. So it, when I tell people, look, they're just like you and me, except they're doing it. They're going right. out, <laughs> like really mining their greatness. Um, and that's really the, the, the message that I want to get out is, you know, there's greatness inside of everybody. And these moments, the, the, all of the athletes that we had on Sports Science all had a moment in their life where things changed for them because of something that happened or something they did. They all had a brink of midnight moment. So, yeah. um, you know, on the podcast itself, you know, my first guest was Ray Lewis. And Ray has this amazing story um, where he grew up, uh, you know, in a very underprivileged family and, you know, when he was 14 years old, he took his life um, in his own hands and his destiny in his own hands because his mother was in a very abusive relationship. His father was, you know, his father was nowhere to be found, but her, his mother was, um, you know, in a very abusive relationship with her boyfriend. And Ray took a deck of cards and threw down a, a, a jack. And if it was a jack, he'd do 10 push-ups. And if it was an eight, he would do eight sit-ups. And he ended up doing thousands and thousands and thousands of push-ups and sit-ups to become big enough and strong enough to get this guy out of his house. Um, and oh, he said, wow. you know, when I did that, I knew I could take my destiny into my own hands. Um, you know, I wasn't going to sit back and just wait for something to happen. I was going to make it happen myself. And that was a huge brink of midnight moment for him. And, and not only did I, I assume he uh, accomplished that goal, but then he goes on to the University of Miami and, and then the Baltimore Ravens and, and yep. really gets himself out of that situation uh, and his uh, future generations of his family, I assume, will be out of that situation as well. That's incredible. I mean, absolutely. What's incredible is with all of um, these, these guests we've had that uh, we're having on the podcast, Winning the Super Bowl or making the, you know, the great Super Bowl winning catch or, you know, setting a world record, that's not the moment that changes their lives. They've been working yeah. towards that their whole life. That's just the result. It wasn't the moment when things changed. Um, yeah. And it's really the, what, the, what started the journey. You know, the end of winning a Super Bowl or whatever, that, that, that doesn't change them. 
Because what if they didn't win the Super Bowl? Would they still be the same person? The answer right. is yeah. They'd still be the same person. It's just, they, okay, so they didn't have a trophy. Um, but th- that's really what you're finding is that, you know, winning that award is not the thing. Um, and that's what a lot of people sit back and say to themselves is, you know, oh, if only I won the lottery or won a something or won whatever. It's like you've got to be in the game. And the question is, what is that moment that pushes you on that path that's going to be most fruitful in your life? That's that's an incredible point, and it reminds me of, and I'm going to get to tie it back to Nebraska football again because everything t- eventually ties back to football for me. Of course uh, it does. Uh, <laughs> I live in Texas, and I'm from Nebraska. Yeah, it's going to. Uh, but uh, Tom Osborne, who was uh, the coach in Nebraska for 25 years uh, after they won uh, the national championship in 1994 against Ray Lewis, actually, he said he got done with the, the game, and they went to the hotel, and he kind of thought, oh, this is it? That's what winning it. He got so much more joy out of the previous whatever it had been twenty years of of coaching these players and developing them and getting the program to that point than he did actually winning it. And that that I think is a is a profound thing to think of. I mean, everyone says, "Oh, it's not the destination; it's the journey." But when you really put it into practice, how much more impactful that becomes when you hear stories like these brink of midnight moments uh, from your podcast. Yeah. yeah, and the question really becomes, you know, what starts that journey? You know, yeah. you, you know, making fun, you know, making the, the fun of an authority figure started your journey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's a, and it's, it's amazing how, wow, you know, it, it turns out that you had a really, t- a real talent for it and it was on display and you received feedback and that started to pave the path. And it's amazing. Um, when you look back at it, you're like, you know what? Yeah. That moment changed my life. Yeah, the idea that uh, a high school prep pep rally in this tiny little school uh, has has ended up uh, creating this podcast in a roundabout way it's it's the weird the 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 connections or or the fact that your your flight didn't work out the way that you thought it was going to and now you've been married for 14 years that's it, it, these little well, moments when you start doing the math on things that people chalk up to coincidence um, you know people say oh well you know that you know, they're, they're, I, I truly believe, and it sounds crazy when you say, well, there's no, there, I don't really believe in coincidence. I don't really believe in luck. There just seems to be a convergence of energy. And when people say, well, what about winning the lottery? Isn't that lucky? I'm like, well, didn't you have to buy a ticket? You tried. Yeah. And you actually tried. You intended to win it. You tried. Just because you won it doesn't mean it's lucky. It means, wow, that energy converged. And I, I realized that it becomes a semantic argument of what about every else who plays lottery? It's, the answer would be, well, it wasn't their time. Right. You know, when you have these love at first sight moments, um, like with my, my wife and I, more often than not, they lead to these 50-year forever marriages. Like, you know the energy's in the right place. Um, when you hear a lot of stories and, you know, a lot of friends certainly that I have where they date for, you know, 10 years plus, and then they finally decide it's almost like marriage is a concession and then yeah. two years in, it's over. It's like the energy wasn't right, and it wasn't right for a really long time. But, you know, love and this love at first sight, and it's almost like love of life, passion of life, it, it happens. It's very real. And you fall in love with the path of life, of what you're supposed to be doing um, and what your purpose is. And you can feel it, and you know it. Um, and that's what, you know, the podcast is really designed to inspire people to really have their eyes open and to be aware 
that, you know, a life-changing moment could be happening at any second. Yeah, I can't remember what uh, – I, I want to say it was – yes, it was. It was The Office, and Ed Helms' uh, character says uh, something to the effect of, I wish there were a way to know that you're in the middle of the good old days or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you can always reflect back on it and know, but sometimes you miss those moments because you're not aware. And I think being mindful of your surroundings or being, like you said, having the right energy and having the right outlook and mindset, I, I think you'll recognize those moments a little bit more or recognize that you're in a in a golden age for yourself. You really are. And, and think about how we relate to everything in the world. Just think of places that are special to you, songs that mean something, colors that you like, fabrics that, that feel good on your body. Mm-hmm. People, when you meet somebody and shake their hand, it's amazing how when you're in tune with yourself, you know whether or not you're going to get along with this person. There's yeah. so, many, you know, so many clues and cues that are out there that like where we're supposed to be and what we're supposed to be doing and which, you know, should we go right or left or straight? It's the old, you know, sliding doors analogy of what if I got on a different train? Like you can feel it and, mm-hmm. and being able to tap into that gut. Um, you know, it's, it, it's interesting how the second I met my wife is just the second I met Lizzie and Lizzie's really the one who's, you know, uh, the mastermind behind the, the, you know, this brink of midnight podcast the second I met her, I'm like, my life will never be the same. I just, I knew it. And when you talk to other people who have their love at first sight story or their career changing story or whatever the life changing moment they have, they're like, yeah, the second it happened, I knew it. I just knew it. Yeah. And it's, it's weird to think that that can happen. And then you'll have people telling you, oh, well, there's no way you can know. Uh, you're you're an example of, yes, there is a way you can know. You just do. (laughs) You you just do. You know, people always ask me about sports science. I get so many replies of, how did you get that job? I made it. I made that job. (laughs) That's how I got the job. I had a vision. We executed it. We Fortunately, people responded to it. And it has gone on and on and on. Now, what if people didn't respond to it? What if it didn't? Then it would have ended and it. It, it, that journey would have ended and you would have gone on to do something else. Yeah. But I knew that on my journey, I was going to do something. I wanted to do something in entertainment. I wanted to affect people positively in some way. And you, when you keep trying and trying and trying, you know, the, eventually something breaks through or you realize, wow, maybe I'm on the wrong path and I need to shift directions. And that can be your moment. Um, it's really interesting how, like you said, you know, it's almost hard to tell, um, what's happening the moment that it happens. But I, I genuinely believe that you can feel the energy and you know it, and it's being in touch, you know, with that spiritual side, with that energetic side of yourself. Um, that is, that, that's the voice that, um, that you really need. You know, Apollo Ono has this, you know, this great expression of everything you need to know is inside of you. Mm. Like you, you just have to listen. Um, and how people communicate with themselves, you know, whether it's through Christianity um, or any other religion, however they relate, uh, relate to the universe, a lot of different ways of tapping into what's inside of you. But you know, I genuinely do believe the answers are there. And my, you know, my um, the, the pastor of my church has this great expression: you know, prayer doesn't change God; it changes you. Yeah, it's such a great way of looking at the universe is saying, 
you know, the answer is inside of you, and it's that, that reflection and understanding how your energy will steer you in life. I, I like that as well, and I think that's a good place to uh, to wrap this one up. I know uh, you've got uh, a lot of places you've got to be uh, an in-demand guy, maybe another podcast, I'm not sure, but, man, I tell you what, I am very thankful that you were able to take the time out for us, and uh, uh, we'll look forward to uh, getting those getting more people listening to the brink of midnight. We'll keep listening, and uh, hopefully we'll see some more uh, sports science sometime in the near future. All right. Thank you so much for all your support. If you'd like to learn more about John, visit livehappynow.com and be sure to check out the podcast, The Brink of Midnight. That's going to do it for us. But if you like something about this or you'd like more information about Live Happy in general, feel free to reach out to us. We're on Twitter at Live Happy, Facebook.com slash Live Happy, or you can send us an email, podcast at livehappy.com. For everyone in the Live Happy Now podcast and Live Happy magazine, I'm J.R. Houston saying so long and thank you for helping us to live happy.